Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today we are continuing in Transformed by the Journey. Our text today is from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16. It says, pay careful attention then how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise making the most of the time because the days are evil. Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. One of the things we have to be mindful of on the journey is if we're going to be transformed by the journey, we have to pay attention. The Bible says pay careful attention. And so what that means is that we can't uh, live our lives so compartmentalized and so blinded by the everyday stresses of life and uh, just doing life as normal that we are not aware of how we are showing up in our lives, how we are stewarding our lives. And so when we think about uh, our journey, we know that we are spiritual people. We know that we are people of faith. But in order to exercise our faith, we've got to recognize uh, that as we exercise our faith, that our faith is spiritual and practical. And so if I look at my life, if I'm paying careful attention, that's why I read the text three times so that we can really key in on the fact that it says pay careful attention, not just think about it, but to pay careful attention means that you stop uh, what you're doing and give serious attention to how you walk. What does your faith life look like? I'm not talking about do you go to church, but what does your faith life look like? Is it spiritual and practical? If your spiritual walk and your practical walk do not align, there's a problem. What do I mean by that? How do we spend our time? One of the most um, one of the most practical ways to see uh, how we are living our faith is to look at how we spend most of our time. And so we've got to steward our time. We always talk about being a steward. We're always looking at um, tithing. We always go to tithing. And, and we should because that's a part of it, how we steward our resources. But equally important is how do you steward your time? How do you steward your time? Or do you set intentions for your day? Do you set intentions for your day? I'm not saying, do you make a schedule? 
I'm saying, do you set intentions for your day? Not just to get things done, but what is it that uh, that you know that you want to accomplish? Uh, and how does that connect to you? How does that connect to your well-being? How does that connect to your purpose in life? Set intentions for your day. Don't just let your days go by with you getting up, going to work, you getting up, doing whatever it is you do uh, uh, every single day and just simply doing that haphazardly or with no thought to it. Set intentions for your day. Look at how you spend your day. One of the best exercises I've ever been challenged to do, I'm in a program, uh, um, a mentoring and coaching program uh, called Daniel's Den with, with, with uh, Pastor Darius Daniels. Uh, phenomenal work uh, being done there. Uh, uh, and he talks about time thieves. And he challenged us to look at what steals your time. For some of us, what steals our time a lot of the day is worry. For some of us, what steals our time a lot of the day is stress. For some of us, what steals our time a lot of the day is not having the appropriate boundaries. And so you've got to exercise your faith in a spiritual and practical way. Make sure those two things align with one another. Evaluate uh, where you are with that. And one of the most practical ways is to steward your time. Look at what's stealing your time and then create healthy boundaries. This is one of my uh, new non-negotiables. Uh, I used to just live to do whatever I was assigned to do throughout the days uh, because I was, uh, uh, I have a chronic need uh, to make sure uh, everybody else is okay. Now, I still check up on people. That's part of my nature. That's part of who I am. I still uh, care for my family and all of that. But at the end of the day, we've got to learn to set intentions for our day, look at what's stealing our time, and we've got to be willing to do the hard work of creating healthy boundaries. Listen, no is a complete sentence. It's okay to say no and not offer 15 uh, excuses or explanations for your no. No is a complete sentence. We got to learn to say that and to be okay with saying that, to not feel guilty about uh, what other people think about our no. Set intentions for your day. What do you hope to accomplish today? When you wake up every day, say that. What do I hope to accomplish today that is greater than me punching a clock that is greater uh, than me uh, simply completing an assignment. But how does this, how does this fit uh, in uh, uh, the vision that I have for my life? How does this fit in the purpose that God created me for? Those are questions you need to ask yourself 
on a regular basis so that you are not simply existing, but that you are choosing to live. And so that you can recognize whether or not your spiritual life and your practical uh, application of the spiritual principles and values that you hold near and dear to yourself, that those two align. Because if they don't align, that means that there's not, you're not being fulfilled in some way. And so steward your time, set intentions for your day, take mental health days to read, to meditate, to regroup, to garden, not to shop because all that money you spend on those credit cards is going to stress you out later. So not to shop, not retail therapy, unless you are a person uh, who doesn't get the pleasure from buying, but you get the pleasure from window shopping. Don't do the shopping. Uh, uh, don't spend your mental health days uh, of running errands for yourself or for other people. But take true uh, days of rest to read, to meditate, to regroup, go to the beach, uh, take a drive, uh, read a book or listen to a book or go to the movies, something for yourself where you treat yourself and you're not spending a lot of money that's going to stress you out later. Um, and then govern your thoughts on the journey. If you don't govern your thoughts, uh, they will govern you. If you will not govern your thoughts, your thoughts will govern you. Uh, what do I mean? You, you, ever, you ever seen somebody or maybe you're that person who is always in your own head? always overthinking things. Well, you've got to begin to govern your thoughts by being mindful of evaluating yourself is, is something self-evaluation brings about self-awareness, uh, self-awareness. And I don't mean criticizing yourself. I mean, being aware of who you are, being aware of what triggers certain thoughts, being aware of those things. And you begin to know these things as you pay attention to them. So govern your thoughts. You may not be able to control a thought that pops in your head. You can't control the fact that it popped in your head. Uh, so we can't always control what thoughts pop into our mind, but we can control whether or not we allow it to stay there and to take root. And when we allow it to take root and we rehearse it over and over again, that's worry. That's overthinking. And so govern your thought life. And then next, control your conversations. Control your conversations. There are some people I know when they call me, uh, they're going to be calling me to talk about something negative or to talk about somebody. And so I never talk to them, ever, ever. Uh, and, and, and it may be people that they, they might be people in your family. I mean, I have people in my family that way, too. Uh, and so I limit those conversations and those times. We, I check on them. Uh, and beyond that, I got to get off the phone. 
control your conversations. If there are people who are always going to be negative and have something critical to say uh, to you about who you are and all of that, uh, uh, you might not want to have conversations with them uh, on a regular basis. And then be intentional in relationships, in relationships, in relationships with family, in relationships with spouse, in relationships with uh, lovers, in relationship with loved ones, in relationship with whomever. Ask yourself these questions. Does this relationship add value to my life? And do I add value to this relationship? And so we've got to do the hard work of evaluating ourselves and our relationships. Pay careful attention to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise people, making the most of the time because the days are evil. It's too much going on. And so if we're going to be consistent in our faith walk, we've got to make sure that the spiritual and the practical align in our lives. And so we've got to start evaluating uh, our relationships, evaluating how we spend our time. We've got to start governing our thoughts and we've got to control the conversations that we have. Why is this important? <clears throat> because in exercising our faith, we've got to recognize that faith is not just spiritual but faith is practical. And when our spiritual and our practical don't line up, we're unfulfilled. And if Jesus came for us to have life and have it more abundantly, and he gave his life, not just for us to have salvation, but for us to have abundant life, to live in the abundance of peace that he has for us, in the abundance of joy that he has for us, in the abundance of love that he extends to us, in the abundance of grace that he extends to us, to be able to not just have those for ourselves, but to be able to spend those on other people as well and to share in the abundance of fulfilling life and relationships, we've got to be intentional about what we do with not just our tithe and not just our talents, but also our time and how we live the life that he has given us because we only get one. Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise people, making the most of the time because the days are evil. God, we thank you for your word today. Help us to walk and to live consistently in the path that you have set for us to live our faith and exercise our faith in spiritual and practical ways, to make sure that the spiritual and the practical align, 
that the practices of our lives bring fulfillment and joy to our lives. Help us to set intentions for our day, to look at the things that steal our time, to create those healthy boundaries, and to take days where we rest and care for our mental health, where we meditate and regroup and garden and do the things that bring joy to our lives where we govern our thoughts and control our conversations and where we are in relationships that add value to our lives as we add value to the lives of others. God, we thank you now for all of these things in Jesus name. Amen.